0: Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching, mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well,
1: good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's the first show of 2022. Thursday, January 6th. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler. We've got Bean Han, one of our Direct Line sponsors. That's going to be in studio with us all morning long. But Steph... We've got to start with very important Stephanie Spangler news.
2: So my mother and my son, my son, are both having a birthday tomorrow on wow. January 7th. But here's where it gets even more interesting. My neighbor is Monica Allen. Yes. Monica's mother. Yes. Her birthday is also tomorrow, Betty. January 7th. Betty Haas. Betty Haas. And Monica's son Brandon's birthday is also November, er, no, January 7th. So a lot's so happening. Two grandmas. Yeah. Two grandsons. Yeah. And a few years ago we had a birthday party for them. A joint party. And found out that both grandmas. Mothers not only were born on the same day, but they were born in the same hospital on the same wow. day. Wow,
1: the same year or not?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, how would they be born in the same? Yes, well, I mean, I'm I mean, saying it could the exact... have been
1: January seven, but different no, years. I'm saying You're the exact saying... same day. Wow. They
2: were mo- their mothers were giving birth. And that's then cool. we ended up being neighbors and both sons, the grandsons, both have birthdays. The Isn't chances. That, the chances of that. And
1: Brandon, that's our guy.
2: Brandon is our guy. He All works right. with us. So okay. it's just a kind of a tangled web there that has been woven. We. So, so woven. let me ask
1: you a personal question <laughs> that you probably can't answer. But your son, did he enjoy having a birthday so close to Christmas or not necessarily? Or have you ever had that discussion?
2: Uh, it's it's a week away, so yeah, he's well, fine. Yeah, but a, a I mean, week or so. you know,
1: like for me, I had a July birthday, uh-huh. so I felt like you know yeah. I look forward to the birthday, get the presents yeah. in July. I mean, when I was a kid, of course, right. and then Christmas, and just when they're on top of each other, I wondered if kids felt ripped off a little. He
2: bit. He has never said he felt ripped off. Okay,
1: so well, next time anyway. you're with him, let him know. I'd like <laughs> to know. Is that something that frustrated him when he was eight or nine or ten? <laughs>
2: okay, I'll make sure and ask him.
1: Big time. Yeah. Okay, all right. Doesn't
2: it feel weird to say 2022?
1: It does, and you know I've. Written three checks, Uh and the first two I wrote 21 and then had to cross it out. Do they still count if you cross it out?
2: I think so. I didn't Did write Did you initial it or I something? I didn't initial
1: it, no. I no. bet they have that all the they time at Banks. Okay. I, yeah, I bet right. I
2: bet it's going to be just fine.
1: Well, anyway, happy New Year. Happy New Year to all you, right. too. Hey, I, I asked Bean to come in, and he graciously has agreed to stay with us all morning long. I want to talk about what is happening uh, today in terms of remembering mm-hmm. what happened a year ago on January 6th. And to set it up, I was quarantined because my kids got COVID. Somehow I didn't get COVID. Mm-hmm. I was literally going stir crazy. I was like a caged animal. And so I would sneak to Kickapoo. It was really cold. And I'm, I'm the only one there. I'm hiking by myself. And you text me, Bean, and you say, can you believe what's happening on the Capitol? And I was like, what are you talking about? And you were describing the people that were, I don't know what the right word is, charging the Capitol, storming the Capitol, whatever it may Assembling. be. Assembling, yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, y- you look at the video, it's some pretty intense stuff. It is You know, intense. they're climbing yeah. walls. And, you know, um, and there's all kinds of uh, perspectives. Mm -hmm. I know people that think it's the worst day in American history. I would not be one of them. Um, I know people that think it's no big deal, and I would not be one of them either. I mean, I absolutely think that the extremes on this are just that, extremes. So my question for you as someone that was in the military, that loves your country, what do we make of January 6th, a year later?
3: Well, I don't think we'll ever be able to shake it from being remembered. Okay. And it's just like you said, it's extremes on both sides. Those who say it was not a big deal right. or something it wasn't right. are flat wrong. Right, right. And just as well as the other side who say that it was a, I mean, I don't even use the word insurrection because right. it doesn't apply. Right. It was a bunch of idiots. Right. Right. Uh, and well, and a lot of those people, quite frankly, they've been
1: sentenced mm-hmm. to prison yes. or they've been in jail since that day. I mean, yes. justice is coming. Now, some would say it may be too extreme of a justice, but I don't know anybody that, you know, they just kind of got the chuckle, chuckle, be on your way. I no. mean, they're going to pay a price mm-hmm. for a very, very long time.
3: Oh, yeah, and the way, and I actually, I mean, I'll just say it, I don't know how much trouble we'll get in, but I use Bank of America. Uh I used to, Uh it was my credit Uh card. Uh I dropped them. Yeah. Because they were giving out information simply, were you there? Yes, Mm yes. And that's nowhere near where I am. Right, uh, right. I mean, I ended up dropping them simply for that reason. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Steph, what do you think about January 6th when you um, look back on the year and where we're at today? Are, are there any lessons we need to be learning from this? What do you think?
2: Well, I don't think I'm a person to be giving any lessons. But what I say is what makes that any difference between the other cities in the country yeah. that were ravished way worse than that? I mean, yeah. businesses yeah. demolished and, and yeah. even other cities that where they're taking down historical monuments. I, I don't get it. I don't think anybody's property should be vandalized yeah. or you know, removed. I, I, I... I don't know. I guess I don't know if it compares or not. Maybe you think it compares. I don't know. Well, I think the
1: argument that a lot of people would make, and I I don't know anybody that's saying what happened in Minneapolis or Portland or Chicago is legit and upstanding. I I don't know anybody Mm -hmm. that's making that case. There are some out there that are saying it's no big deal, but those were just awful, awful moments in the summer of 2020 primarily. I think the difference they would say is this was an attempt to keep an election from being certified. And and you see some of the signs that were just, played that day? I mean, it was like Kill Mike Pence. I mean, over the top. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Probably the hardest thing for me, I'd not thought about it for a long time. And I watched a special earlier this week with my kids when they were home. And I didn't realize how many people were wearing shirts that said Jesus is King. Mm. or waving Christian flags alongside the don't tread on me flag. Mm. And that's probably the most heartbreaking aspect of it for mm. me. Mm. I don't want to be attached to behavior like that right. in any way, shape, or form. It was, right.
2: I mean, the behavior in the whole area, not everybody right. was doing... I agree. The 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 going into the, the buildings and going the vast into,
1: majority it, did not. I mean, right.
2: do we have a right to assemble and wear what we want and wave well, whatever flag we want or not?
1: You do, but here's what I would say. When you're wearing Jesus is mm-hmm. Lord or Jesus is King or, you know, my Jesus mm-hmm. will reign, whatever it may be, and you're in the Capitol when you're not supposed to be, and the people that you're walking with are mm-hmm. breaking into Nancy Pelosi's office, right. I am no Nancy Pelosi fan, let me just tell you. Right. But I just thought it was despicable. Here's this guy with his feet up on her desk. Yeah. You know, that's just there's no way to defend behavior along those lines. It's all bad behavior. But I do think January 6 is something that um, it, it's not going away. You know, I think it's something that's going to be thought about and remembered for years and years to but come. But I think
2: that there were a few that were doing the <laughs> really bad things. Correct. The multitude, I think, was just there expressing themselves. Yeah. I mean, assembling. Tens you know, of they were, yeah.
3: yeah, I had a lot of friends yeah. that were there. Yeah. I, mean, I had yeah. a lot of military friends yeah. were there, and they could not believe what was going on. As a matter right. of fact, they didn't even know. Right, They were kind of like you. out. Right. You know, they're there. So you're not in that. So, I mean, when people talk about President Trump should have tweeted them and told them, that it's ridiculous. That all is ridiculous. However, I will say, like, you led a moment ago with the sign, Hang Mike Pence, and yeah, some yeah. of the rhetoric was coming, yeah. and then they break into the building. Right. The terror that those people were feeling mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. that building mm-hmm. was very much real. Absolutely. was very real. Absolutely. And, and people need to pay for that. They yeah. do. They, yeah. Well, and one of the
1: things I did not realize, and I saw this report on a very conservative news channel. I'm not going to name them, but this is not some left leaning news channel. But they listed the number of threats against the Capitol in 2021 compared to every year before. And it's like 10 times. So, mm-hmm. again, I. I don't think this is a mainstream problem. I don't think that this is an issue where you have a militia secretly forming along those lines. But I do think it's a dark stain. I really do. And Mm -hmm. I I think, um, especially as people of faith... I think we need to rise up when they're burning down buildings in Minneapolis and saying Mm -hmm. that's an abomination. I think we also need to rise Mm -hmm. up when this happens. Mm -hmm. And, Bean, I know that was your comment to me that day is I'm sick by what I'm seeing. This is just disgusting. And I I think we we have to speak truth regardless of which side may get zinged with it, I guess is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I I think the Trump— factor um, in all of this, I I find very intriguing. Uh, You know, there's a lot of talk going on a year later that he's going to run for uh, election. It wouldn't be re-election, but run for election in 2024. That's another discussion for another time. But you look at his approval rating today compared to a year ago, and it's significantly higher. Mm -hmm. And you know why I think that is? Because They've kicked him off social media, right? And we don't have the tweet after tweet after right. tweet after tweet. I mean, the few times he's spoken, it's not been very good. You know, he decided to issue a statement uh condemning Colin Powell the day he died, mm-hmm. but the fact that he's not doing that, it's actually been a blessing to him, whether he realizes it or not. No, I, so, and I
3: think that'll kind of tee into what you want to talk about a little yeah. bit later, but I know yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, I think I think the the script has flipped on social media, right? To a degree, right to where people are so when it was newer, people paid more attention to it. Right. Now that now people know there's a bunch of no good stuff in it. Right. Right. And that forces you, if you're interested, to go look for the information. Right. And I find myself doing the ones that tweet and mm-hmm. so forth I don't really have much use for the ones I want to hear for the ones that I have to go. I'm interested in finding what they, what they have to say. Right. Those are leaders where you want to hear from
2: them. You don't think it has anything to do with the low ratings of the current president? No, I do. I I think for a lot of
3: people, I I think
1: there are people that voted for Trump in six and I have nothing to document this. This is just my perspective. Mm -hmm. I think they voted for Trump in 16, because they were tired of the agenda of that administration mm-hmm. and the idea of supporting Hillary Clinton, it just wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I think a, a lot of it was the language, the mm-hmm. tweets, all mm-hmm. of that. And they thought, "I don't want to do this for another four mm-hmm. years." And I think a year in, some some are saying maybe it wasn't that bad. You know, mm-hmm. M- mm-hmm. maybe I can tolerate a mean tweet or two if if <laughs> you know it's more along the lines of policy mm-hmm. th- that I. Yeah, I think he away. he
3: definitely built up our scar tissue when it yeah. comes to that and I don't think it would be it's not surprising anymore but basically because people took it it marketed him so well. Yeah. Now unfortunately there's people that are doing it right. who never would have Absolutely. done some of the things they're saying now. They'd have never said that before. And, but it I, worked for him, so. And and I've seen with Trump the impact of Trump. I've even seen it
1: in the church. I've seen it in the community. Where people would have never talked to others mm. like they did. It's almost like they have that freedom now. I can say anything I want to, you know. And I think some of it's social media. You feel like you know you're, you're shielded. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can type something to St- about Stephanie mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I would never have the guts to say to her face. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll just go on record right now though as saying I don't think Trump is running for re-election or for election, and I don't think Biden's running for re-election. You know, all this talk is that they're going to go head to head again. And um, I Do you think it'll be. I don't know. know. We got three years to worry about that. (laughs) But I think when push comes to shove, I think Trump is going to be in a little bit of a position where he can be kingmaker, where he can really influence things. Um, And I think with Biden, I just unless something changes, I'm just not seeing it.
2: What do
3: you think? Well, well, there's nothing. I mean, he is what he is. Yeah. And I think that's probably with people. I don't believe any reasonable people thought that there was some grand plan to steal an election from somebody. Correct. However, those of us who are aware of politics and stay in it just found it unfathomable. Right. Right. As long as Joe Biden has been in, you know, around and what we know of him, that that many people could vote for him. Yeah. Now it turns out they didn't. Right. They were right. voting against the right. other guy rather right. than for him. Right. But that doesn't work because now this is what you get when, yeah. when that happens. Well I mean there's no
1: way to explain it other than the fact that many Republicans won seats in the same election right. where Trump loses. I mean you had people that split their vote. Absolutely instead of yeah. saying I'm right. going to vote all Republican, mm-hmm. they said I want this guy out but I'm going to vote for this, you know, congressman. I'm going to vote for this senator. I'm going to vote for this governor. Mm-hmm. So it's fascinating. I think 2022 is going to bring um, a lot of clarity on on where we really are with things politically in our country. All kinds of forecasts are out there that it's going to be, uh, you know, a, a red wave and that the Republicans are going to take back the House and, and maybe win the Senate. Um, we'll Way see. Way early. Oh, that. it is. It Way is. And early. a lot can happen. Yeah. And I think a lot of what's driving that right now really isn't politics. I think it's the economy. Mm. I, I really think that you look at um, the, the first Bush, George H.W. Bush, um, you know, in 91, he had sky high approval mm. ratings. That was what desert storm. Yeah. I think that, right. and, yeah. you know, people mm. were saying he's not able to be beat. Well, the economy went south. And this guy from uh, Arkansas rises up on the scene, and Ross Perot muddies the water, and uh, Bill Clinton becomes president. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to keep the conversation going with social media. I learned about a brand-new app that I'd never heard of this week. I've signed up for it. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to use it, but um, <laughs> I want to get your take on it. You're listening to DirectLine. It's January 6th. Greg and Stephanie with our friend Bean Hahn. We'll be right back after this.
4: You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement, too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith-Marnie, LLC. Member SIPC. You know it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring.
0: This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at McHire.com or stop by any of our locations.
2: Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Hear now from Executive Director Bethany Hager.
5: For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermilion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490
2: WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie with Greg and our sponsor, Bean Han. And I'm supposed to throw it back to you about throw social me. media. So I'm going to throw it back to you about social media. So
1: you were saying off air <laughs> yes. that you only do Facebook, yes. but you have an Instagram account. I do. But you don't even have a picture up.
2: Right. I don't know how to use it. I do it so I can see my kids, what they're posting. But here's what
1: I was going to say to you is that as i watch you on social media mm-hmm. you're much more of a visual poster than a textual poster what i mean by that is you're much more of here's a picture right. than here's you know my wisdom for the day or something along those lines <laughs> I don't have much well that's right mine. right but that's kind of instagram <laughs> you know instagram's all about the pictures yeah. and okay, you well, can actually to... link the two and the fact Ooh. that i'm explaining anything about social media <laughs> is really kind of comical you well, you
2: like the king of, of i never social thought i media. would
3: hear you say What you need in your life is more social media. (laughs) Well, that's true. And I got to tell
1: you, Sunday, my son-in-law preached at Second Church. I thought he did a great job. But it really convicted me because he basically said, I'm off social media. And, you know, every time he said it, he kind of gave me a look, almost kind (laughs) of like I know that you're not. And I think social media is an excellent tool for the local church when used appropriately. Right. I think it's a great tool for direct line. Mm-hmm. I love to be able mm-hmm. to give people kind of an inside look to what is happening, right. but I think it can go way too far. It can go
2: south. So like I have blocked certain, not blocked them, but I, I have it so I don't see their posts. Right. You've but unfollowed then them. I've unfollowed them, but then I go look for them every day because it drives me crazy. But that's, that's part that's,
1: of what's going on in your mind. I don't yeah, mean I know. you, but everybody. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I, I've recommended this before on direct line, but the social dilemma on Mm -hmm. Netflix, everyone should watch. I need to see that. Especially parents and grandparents. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very well done. Very well documented. They spent a lot of time talking to people who used to work for Facebook, who Mm -hmm. used to work for Mm -hmm. Instagram, Mm -hmm. used to work for Twitter. Um, Very, very wild. But the big issue that has a lot of people fired up about social media is the suppression of mm-hmm. freedom yes. of information. Yes. that's being and, and you asked the question off air. You know, Trump was banned. Right. Is anybody else on the other side of the aisle well, getting banned? Yeah.
2: You're going to link this about this right. new getter right. thing. And well,
1: well, and that's where I wanted to go with it, is um, a Republican congresswoman who, quite honestly, she's over the top at times. There's no doubt about that. But um, Twitter has permanently banned her. They've sent her flying. And not for her political views, but for what she is putting out there about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And I guess she had, like, her fifth warning. And she's out forever. Well, that same day, a guy by the name of Joe Rogan, do you know the name Joe I have Rogan? I've heard of the
2: name Joe Rogan.
1: The number yeah. one podcast in America. And again, he's not everybody's cup of tea. I get that. I've listened a little, I don't listen regularly, mm-hmm. but he signed up for a getter account. When Twitter banned uh, the doctor that he had talked with, Dr. Robert Malone, as well as this representative, who I said I wasn't going to name her name, but her name is Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Green, and so he's on Getter. Getter got to a million users in three days. Right, it took Facebook a year. It took Twitter over two years. Getter, G E T T R, they reached a million users in three days. Bean, what do you think that says about what's happening? Maybe especially in the world of conservative people.
3: Well, I think conservative people are frustrated. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, didn't he, didn't we try this before with the parlay, Parler. parlor, parlor, right? Right. Right. Yeah. right, and that really didn't go. It but really, you remember what happened? Is they, 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 they got, got removed? De-platform. They were, but they got yeah. their platform back, and right. it just it just never grew legs. Right. And I I don't know. I'm kind of split on this thing again. I I, I hate to see really anybody get banned, Mm -hmm. but it's a private company. Right. And you're essentially walking into their house. Right. Right. And when you walk into my house and I tell you five times to stop talking about the bears. Right. On right. the sixth time, get right. in your car and leave. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you have to keep that. And th- these, this is the rule of my house. Now that completely changes for me if that's a company that's getting some kind of protection from the federal government. Right. Things don't apply to them that apply to to everybody else. Now right. you've got a different deal. Right. But I'm I'm for. Here's the thing though. Conservatives aren't that interesting. Right. Right. Typically. Right? I mean, they're no, just you're not. You're right. Uh, I mean, they're the meat and potatoes, and the liberals are the kind of the salt and pepper that right. kind of, you know, you know, draw the attention. And I don't know that a platform, you know, concentrated on conservatives really would, would make a difference i really don't yeah. i mean we'll see i could be wrong but i i we'll see well you
1: mentioned parlor it was this time of last year that parlor hit the ground running mm-hmm. and they were deplatformed by google and by apple by the big dogs and the charge that was used is that they were not monitoring their content well mm-hmm. okay now i got to tell you there's a lot of dark stuff on twitter i Man. mean Awful stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so the idea that Twitter is, you know, managing their content well, I would challenge that today, and I could give you example after example after example. Tyler Russell, our former student minister, showed me some things. I, I was just appalled by what is available. Our kids could go when they were in high
0: school well, and what get the, this what garbage. What
3: they're trying to counter, though, is the is the censoring of conservative voices and what they're saying come here and all of us can speak right and i tell you right now the liberal voices are going to drown you out in there right as well right i mean it's at fox right. news is an example yeah. it's slowly creeping toward more commercialism right than how it started right because it's just louder and it's more yeah You know, you just don't have that dynamic. I could, I could listen to some conservative senators and politicians. I could listen to them all day because I appreciate how you're wired. Yeah, but. They're not something that most people would sit and say, here, I want to hear what, you know, Holly has to say today. Right. So
1: are you signing up for a getter account? You know, I kind of doubt it. I'll wait. Yeah. (laughs) But you did. I have enough on my plate. You did. I did. I just opened it up. I'm not sure how to use it, you know, but um, (laughs) I signed up for a parlor account. It went away. Like you said, it kind of came back and I still get notifications. Like I wiped it off my phone, I have no trace of it, and I'm Gosh. still getting. And see, that's the danger in this there, type there of go. stuff. Is <laughs> you don't what know what in the I world I signed up are for, but doing? I never
2: figured out how to use yeah. it. And. Yeah. I I just probably am not. Well, and I guess
1: um, I I agree with everything that Bean said along the lines of will a conservative platform really take off? I think there are a handful that will really like it by a handful. I mean, thousands, Mm -hmm. but not millions, Mm -hmm. more than likely. Um, It will give them the opportunity to get their voice out. I think the bigger issue is, is it Section 230? Is that right? Is that the is Section 230 here to stay or is it going to go away? Because that is what is allowing Facebook and Google and Apple and Yahoo, all all these uh, social media giants, it's allowing them basically to say it is our house right. and we can do whatever we want to. right? I'm really fired up right now with Amazon. I'm ticked off at Amazon at the books that they're banning and the books that they're allowing to stick around. And I, I don't have it in front of me, so maybe that's another show for another time. But it's ridiculous some of the stuff that they're banning because a couple people with an agenda say, I don't want that out there. And I don't right. think that's legit. Personally. Yeah, and
2: I think like the article that you're probably going to link about this getter. I mean, I just don't you don't ever hear of Democrats getting censored. Right. right Do they? Right. Do they censor them?
1: Um, I, I'm not prepared to be able to give you examples. I, I, I don't know. Or just
2: cons- is it but, just the conservative? But let me voices? give you a
1: worse it. example than that. How about the Ayatollah Khomeini of Iran? Right. Who posted a couple of weeks ago. Let's wipe Israel off the face of the earth. Right. And he's still here. Right. All is well. Right. <laughs> Now, if I'm running Twitter, what's the guy's name with the big old beard? I mean, if I'm him, I, I'm saying well, that is not. He's gone now. Is he right? gone? Did I they, mean, they yeah, send he, him?
3: Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah. I mean, it's just one with right, another. Right.
1: So. I'm just saying, to me, that makes a mockery of the idea yeah. of we're taking serious, right. you know, that misinformation won't be a part right. of who we are? Right. I mean, right. that—that's as awful as it gets. We're exactly. going to wipe Israel off the face of the earth, exactly. and that gets to stay. Right. Exactly. I mean, come on.
2: Well, I have a question too. Yes. You said don't talk bears in your house. Is that right? Yeah. Well, Five yeah, times well, you would allow it, but, off the, top uh, of my off head. the top of your head. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I did not and, know that. And the Bears are not a team that you really want to talk much <laughs> about because <laughs> they're just not very good.
3: Actually, my daughter-in-law is a big Bears. I mean, oh, they wear yeah. the stuff in my house, and I and you let She's not out. being kicked out. Do you have an NFL team? I'm a Green Bay guy. Green I've always, I've Bay. Always okay. Always been. Even, okay. even in the tough years, yeah. I was. Well, yeah. I wish I Aaron Rodgers would cut his hair.
2: As That's a, all I have to say. As a
1: Bears fan, I'm hoping that the tough years <laughs> come back for Green Bay. But I don't <laughs> think they will, more than likely. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree. He just looks kind of... He needs
2: to cut that yeah, what's hair. What's up with that? Well, he said it was for a Halloween costume. He was... Well, Halloween was two months ago. I know. I
1: know. They're is it winning. because they won all these games? Don't you games? cut that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. is that what it is? And who's he dating the girl that was in the Divergent movies? Is that Shaya or Shayla
3: or something like that? I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. He's pretty good. you Know. He's good. Well, I, you, you, you know, inquiring minds want to know. And honestly, he's on Pat McAfee every week. Okay. He goes there every week to talk. And that's where the sound bites that you hear that he's taking so much heat for, Yeah, like everything else, that's a, I mean, he's on there for an hour and a half, two hours, and they whatever. Take a and little. they get one little thing rather than listening to the whole conversation mm. yeah. and just eat him alive with it. He is a very, very intelligent. Yeah. Very intelligent. Is he still man. doing the State Farm commercials or
1: do oh, you yeah. know? Okay. Oh, I didn't know if that was yeah. still happening or not. So. <laughs> How did we get
2: on Aaron Rodgers' hair? I don't know, but
1: let's get off (laughs) it.
2: Okay, let's do it. (laughs) Hey, one
1: last thing before we go to break, and I don't have a lot of time to break this down, but um, religious freedom, religious Mm -hmm. liberty is a huge issue Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Super excited about some of the things that have happened in America on the Supreme Court level, Mm -hmm. affirming uh, religious freedom and liberty rights. You look at what's happening north of the border, though. Mm -hmm. Man, it is scary. Mm -hmm. Did you know right now you can't go to church in Quebec? Right. Um, in wow. northern British Columbia, you can't go to church unless you produce your COVID vaccine. Mm. And churches that are violating it, people are being fined, Mm -hmm. large amounts of money. Pastors are being imprisoned. There's a big vote that's going to take place in the province of Ontario this week. They think they're going to follow Quebec's lead. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not like they're shutting everything down. They're just Just saying we need to keep those Christians from gathering together. Mm -hmm. I just think that's despicable. And as frustrated as I get with our country at times... I've got to be reminded what a blessing it is Mm -hmm, here. mm -hmm. And who would have thought Canada? I mean, it's just crazy. It really is. So, yep. Anyway, we're going to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about some things that are happening in our community and in our church over the next several weeks that you need to be aware of. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, January 6th. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler, Bean Han. We'll be right back after this.
0: Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at RobChiro.com. That's R O B C H I R O.com.
4: Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring.
0: This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at McHire.com or stop by any of our locations.
2: Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in
5: Danville. Hear now from Executive
2: Director Bethany Hager.
5: For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermilion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987.
6: Lakewood You're listening to Direct Line on 1490
1: WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and it's Stephanie. And Steph, go ahead and turn your script over to page two because we could not do Direct Line without our wonderful sponsors like Bean Hans, right. who are the six sponsors of Direct Line. Well,
2: not only Bean, but his entire team the team at Hans Tank Wash, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, the Darby family family with Sunset Funeral Home, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. So,
1: a lot is happening in our community that i I'm really excited about, and I want to start by talking about something that your mother, Marsha, is going to be a part of. We are bringing Grief Share back Mm -hmm. and super excited about it. We're going to do it on a Wednesday morning. Right. So talk a little bit about Grief Share and why you think it's important.
2: Grief Share is a 13-week session um, for anybody who has lost a loved one or a friend. Um, it is probably one of the most transforming ministries um, because it, the, for people who have walked through grief, you know, it's very dark. It's sometimes just overwhelming and takes over your entire life. And right. watching them go through the 13 weeks, you know, at the first few weeks are hard when someone comes. Um, but, you know, by about week six, they make a turn. and. Yeah um they're they're taught that they can choose joy yeah. and most people do most yeah. people choose to make that turn because they know their loved one would not want them you know just suffering and languishing in sorrow so uh starts on this next wednesday next, next wednesday, wednesday the 13th yep, yep, 10:30 and 12th right on the 12th, on the 12th, 12th yeah, right. 1030 in the morning here at the church. Um, my mom is going to be co-facilitating. My mom is Marsha Wilkinson. Um, she's co-facilitating with Steve Deffenbaugh. So. so do
1: people have to sign up or can they show know, up? No, they show up. Okay. And it's 13 weeks. 13 weeks. And I know a question people are thinking right now. I don't go to second church. Right. Can no, I come?
2: Yeah, you don't have to go to any church. Okay. You okay. just have to have experienced a loss. Now, and now, and you you probably are saying, Can I get better? Will I ever get better? Yes. I had you somebody
1: can. ask me this question recently that I'm pretty close with and his question was, Is it too soon? Mm. He just lost his spouse last mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. Is it too soon? Sometimes what do you think about that?
2: Sometimes it is.
1: Okay, okay. Sometimes it is. I told them, come check it out. Sure. And, and you know, you'll find out if it's too soon right, or know.
3: not. I, you know, that, I was going to ask, Not yeah. ex, I'm, yeah. I'm even going to go too sooner. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times people know that they're losing someone, they're in a chronic stage and right. the people around them see the grief coming Right. and aren't prepared for it. So yeah. is there anything, I mean, is there anything in that, for that.
2: You mean for someone who is expecting to, to, to lose someone yeah, the, or to, someone to, to, who's helping someone Because it teaches
3: you how to deal with the grief that I guess you've gone Maybe through. You know you're going to lose your spouse. Right. Or you know you're going to lose your sibling, yeah. whatever it may would be. Would it benefit you to come in and hear some of that? Yeah. Here's what you're going to go through. Expect It this. could.
2: Here's what my mom and I said over lunch yesterday. She said, yeah. I wish pastors would come. Mm. Yeah. I wish pastors would come through the whole 13 weeks because yeah. she has had pastors come and say, I don't know how to help, my con- I don't know how to help them when they lose someone. Mm. They didn't right. teach me this in seminary. Right. So yes, I think you can come at, You know, if you're anticipating a loss, but quite honestly, it's for people who have lost someone. But pastors are welcome to come. Our
1: very first guest on Direct Line was Linda Abbott. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I do. And Linda had invited me right after I started. She said, come to our holidays special. And I, I came, and I, I learned a ton that mm-hmm. night, and it was a very moving experience. And
2: and my mom appreciated that you were there, because some pastors don't. They just, yeah. they don't want to be a part. I think they're just not comfortable with it. Right. But everybody in a congregation, you're going to oh. have people that experience loss. So. Right. Well, yeah, I just think it, it's a
1: great opportunity, and if you're listening to this and you mm-hmm. know someone that would benefit from it, spread the word. Sure. We're not the only church in town that right. does it. I know Crossroads right, has, has grief-share yeah. classes as well. I mm-hmm. don't know if any are going on right now or not, mm-hmm. but all are welcome mm-hmm. beginning on Wednesdays, next Wednesday, January 12th, mm-hmm. 10.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. at Second Church. Hey, you talked a couple weeks ago about the impact of Lisa mm-hmm. Turkhurst. Is that right? Is that how you say that? I believe that?
2: that's how you say it. Her, her book, mm-hmm.
1: Forgiving When You Can't Forget, Correct. and big part of her story was that she was very wounded yes. by um behavior i guess you would say of her, her husband's husband. infidelity yeah okay yeah. and yeah. and just how she struggled with yeah. that well news broke this week right. that she's filed for divorce right. and so i just i'm curious do you have any thoughts on that do you have any perspective on that
2: well you and i talked earlier that you advise people exhaust every everything that you can. I think she did. I think she exhausted every possibility to make that relationship work. And, you know, she says um, in this article, I think that you're going to link, that yeah. it wasn't just an event, it was a pattern of right. of behaviors that just continued. And she she decided rather than being an unhealthy relationship, right. to be done. Right. And I think that happens sometimes. Well, I, I know there are probably some Christians out there and some pastors who say, you're wrong, you should not yeah. listen to that woman. But yeah. I've experienced it, and it doesn't always work. Well, so. I would say
1: you, more than anyone I know, have the the microphone because you've lived it. You've experienced it. You've been through that. You've made that decision. I think the challenge that I see in a lot of settings is we in church leadership sometimes, we don't know what to do. Right. We don't know what to say. Yes. And and I stand by that, exhaust every resource. I mean, we have helped people go mm-hmm. through counseling. Right. You know, we've provided it right. for them to make it happen. I also think that at the end of the day, there are people that they're saying it is over and it's done, and I think the idea that they now need to be shunned or that they're they're no longer welcome, I just think that's a huge, huge mm-hmm. mistake. And right. we don't have it going on right now, I don't think. But there is a ministry for people that are going through divorce, divorce and, care, divorce care right, right. right? We don't,
2: we don't have it right now Apparently, but we but have we in him, the past right, right.
1: and uh, I just think it's it's an opportunity that mm-hmm. we have and and as just christians people of faith to look to people that are hurting mm-hmm. and to say you know how can I help you what mm-hmm. can I do to encourage you and
2: well oh, bean you've gone through it i mean you experienced divorce earlier in your life and it's it's not i mean it is a traumatic event, but it's not the end of, it's not the end right. of your life right. or, or your ex spouse. And there is hope for, for you to have yeah. another healthy relationship or to be involved in church and be involved in ministry. It should not right. be, you are not, you're not able to be used because you have experienced a divorce. Right.
3: So. Yeah. I mean, I was from a broken home as well, so I've got it, you know, both ways and no, it's not the end of the world. I think, exalt, do all you can, mm-hmm. Right. but all you can do is all you can do. Mm-hmm. Right. And once you get to that point, there's, Divorce was used as a weapon against my father when it came to church leadership. Okay. When it came to some certain issues. Okay. And I've always had a tender place for that. It really yeah. uh, turned me off to some things. Uh, but when I look at what's happened in my life after, you know, post-divorce, right. What's happened in my ex-wife's, uh, who was one of my dearest friends, and right. her husband and their child, their now child. Uh, and our children yeah. with their children mm-hmm. uh, there's blessings that come after that so just like anything in life wherever you land yeah. you know start knit start start to knit the blessings together because mm-hmm. they're right there around you
1: Two thoughts come to mind. Thought number one, and maybe this is the preacher in me coming out, but I just think that's why it's so important when you get ready to go into marriage Mm -hmm. that you go through Mm -hmm. premarital counseling, that you set yourself up to succeed. I mean, I've had instances where I've done premarital counseling where the couple decided not to get married, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'll have people say, oh, that's too bad. And I've said, no, no, I I think Mm -hmm. they realized we were destined to not have success. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is probably more than I should share, but Marla and I went through premarital counseling with one of our dear professors, Dan Clymer, a friend of many at our church. And I remember him looking at us and saying, you know, if you weren't believers, I would recommend you not get married. Mm, Really? You're going to have to work Mm in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I heard it, it made me mad, mm-hmm. but he was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was mm-hmm. spot on, mm-hmm. and it was really helpful. I mean, I was young. I didn't know anything at that point, and it was really helpful to, mm-hmm. to have that um, encouragement that you're going to have to work really hard to make this marriage work. So that's the first bit of advice. The second bit of advice, and I think you're the one that shared this, I think, Stephanie, but it may be somebody else, but I heard it here for the first time, this idea. You know, when you lose someone, people bring casseroles. People mm-hmm. do whatever they can to mm-hmm. encourage you to. When you get divorced, a lot of times mm-hmm. you don't hear from anybody, That's or you right. don't hear from very many people, right. and you even maybe get shunned yes. sometimes. Yes. And yes. so, I, I, were you the one
2: that talked I about? I believe that, I that we we saw some of uh, uh, someone who was formerly in our church and has moved away, and okay. she posted it on social media, and, and we you talked brought about it, up. it. Okay, okay, and I agree. Yeah, I agree, yeah. and particularly women yeah. seem to yeah. be right. shunned. Um, right, course bad behavior on on the other. And it can go both ways. I know that. It it, it can go both ways.
1: I mean, that's a whole topic for a day, one day. Because I've got a lot of thoughts that are probably not conventional. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, exhaust every resource. And I think
2: that Lisa probably did. I mean, it sounds like they went through extensive counseling. And what I appreciate about the the article that you might link is that she talks about how she could so have often gone down the bitterness road, but she has chosen forgiveness. And even through this, I'm sure she's going to have to go through it again. And Stephanie
1: mentioned the linking article I do link articles on the Direct Line Facebook page. Okay. And I, for some of you, you don't even know what that is. You're going to have to <laughs> you should search look up. to find it. Yeah, we look could us use some more Facebook. followers. Yeah. But that's where you can find yeah. these articles yeah. that we link. A couple yeah. more things happening in town. We have a women's conference that's happening at Second Church the last Saturday in January. It's a great opportunity. Again, you don't have to be a part of Second Church to be a part of this. It's right. going to be a great day. And then I'm super excited about what's going to happen a week from Monday, MLK Day, mm. the Annual MLK Day Service Celebration, eleven thirty a.m. at St. James United Methodist Church. I've been honored uh, just recently asked to be a part of the committee, mm-hmm. and so I'm getting to kind of see behind the scenes mm-hmm. how it works. And uh, it's going to be a great day. We're going to give away a scholarship. Caleb Campbell from our church won mm-hmm. the scholarship last year, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a great day. And I would just say right now, if you're free that Monday, I think it's the seventeenth, carve out you know a couple hours, coming out to St. James. It will be a blessing to you.
5: Very good. All right.
1: Let's go to break. One final break when we come back. I've got a potpourri of things to share with you guys. Mm -hmm. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this.
4: You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement, too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217 0025 Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to
2: serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families.
0: And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to
1: Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that
4: you've
0: grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame,
2: it's gonna be
4: great.
0: Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Remain and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot com.
6: Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN.
2: Welcome back to DirectLine for our final segment together. I'm here with Greg and one of our DirectLine sponsors, Bean Han. We've had some rabbit trail discussions today. But You've just I flown by. Like this is uh, great. Yeah. I'm yeah, loving it. Yeah. Hey, you said you have a potpourri of things I have us? a
1: potpourri of things. And the first <laughs> is this. January in my world is synonymous with Sanctity yeah. of Human Life yes. Sunday. Yes. It's one of the most yeah. important days mm-hmm. in the year. I think 2022 is going to be a great year for the pro-life movement. We've talked mm-hmm. about that in mm-hmm. the past. Super excited. Mm-hmm about what the Supreme Court could potentially do in June. But I wanted to share a resource. It's not a new book, but it may be new to you as you're listening. And if you're someone that... You know, like me, is passionate about the pro-life cause. Here's a great book, Randy Alcorn's book, Pro-Life Answers to Pro-Choice Arguments. Mm. And I think a lot of times people, they have a perspective, but it's not a well-thought-out perspective. Or they have a position, and it's a position that culture has really pushed more than I've really thought this through. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a book, it'd really be hard to read this book and not have a really strong inkling toward, hey, these pro-life people, they're not crazy. Mm -hmm. They're not Mm -hmm. nuts.
2: What's the title of it again?
1: Uh, Pro-Life Answers to Pro-Choice Arguments. And I will post the link to it. Um, Really, really good read. And so, we are going to have Sanctity of Human Life Sunday on January 23rd at Second Church. Mm -hmm. And Uh, love it every year, Mm -hmm. look forward to it every Mm -hmm. year, and I hope that this will be the last Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. I I doubt it will be, Mm -hmm. but I would love to get to the point that we don't have to have Mm -hmm. a Sunday Mm -hmm. every year Mm -hmm. to drive home the evil of abortion in America. So that's that. Hey, this Sunday at Second Church, I'm going to bore everyone to death. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. But I am going to share a sermon on kind of the history of the Church of Christ, the the history of the Christian church. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a part of the Christian church my whole life. I've never been a part of another movement. It's actually called the Restoration Movement, the Stone Campbell Movement, and a constant question that i have from people when they're new to here and i talk about new, new to second church mm-hmm. and i talk about you know the some campbell movement or the restoration movement they just have no idea what well, that's i think about. i was
2: here for 17 years yeah. and never heard it yeah. until you came and interviewed i'm like what is he talking about well
1: you know the day of my trial sermon uh-huh. dale daniel calls me aside <laughs> after first service and he said you know what the number one question i've been asked what is the restoration movement mm. uh-huh. he mentioned the restoration movement. had you heard so, of it I had not. Oh, yeah. no. But but again, I I, I think it's going to help understand the one of the unique things about the Stone Campbell movement is that its roots are here in America. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that's good or bad. That's mm-hmm. just the reality mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. it. But um, it's neat to see how people that didn't know each other like Alexander Campbell and Barton W Stone and Walter Scott, they all had this kind of idea that we're too divided. Mm-hmm we can find common ground in the in the truth of God's word and Jesus wanted us to make a difference in unity mm-hmm. by telling others about him. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so simplistic in many mm-hmm. ways. Well, I'm so, looking forward
2: to it because we'll I need to learn more about it myself.
1: Well, so. anyway, if you want to check it out, again, even if you're a part of a different church, you can check us out online. Mm-hmm, you know, um, mm-hmm. I know people that, and, and I do that. Mm-hmm. I, I watch other sure. preachers now because of the blessing of YouTube or Facebook okay. and such. Hey, um, history segment. This is kind of cool. On January 3rd, 1521, long time ago, and that was. Be what 501 years ago this week, Martin Luther is excommunicated by Pope Leo X. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you know much about Martin Luther? Mm-mm. You know,
2: the 95
1: theses, 95 um, theses, very that, good. Yes. It started the Protestant Reformation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was the guy that said it. Must change now.
2: So being excommunicated was probably a good thing. Well,
1: this was four years after the 95 Theses. And so his idea, the solas, you know, grace alone, faith alone, scripture alone, Christ alone, the glory of God alone. He's really going after the leadership of the church of the day. And they basically said, you you need to recant it all or Mm -hmm. you're out. And he said, I can't recant it. And mm-hmm. so they excommunicated hmm. him. Wow. And I think it was a blessing in disguise, mm-hmm. but it probably, probably didn't feel time, like that no. for mm-hmm. him at the time. January 2nd, 1921, Pittsburgh radio station, KDKA broadcast the first religious program over the airways, a Vespers service of Calvary Episcopal Church. It was such a rip-roaring event. The senior pastor stayed home.
2: <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> I come. I would have thought in the 20s that, yeah. that religious things would have been common. Again? They weren't, huh? This
1: is from Christianity Today, so it's got to be right. It's got to be right. But today, did you realize religious broadcasting Mm. is a multi-billion dollar industry?
2: I believe it. Crazy
1: stuff. (laughs) And then January 4, two important dates related to Congress. In 1995, the Republicans take control of both houses of Congress for the first time in 40 years, the so-called Republican Revolution, and then 12 years later in 2007, Nancy Pelosi becomes the first First female Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. And uh, surprise, surprise, she's still Speaker still of the there. House still today. There. Hey, she, yes. go ahead. No, talk no. about 2022. Yeah, you yeah. and I were going over yes. some
2: lists of who we could have come on. And so if you know of someone in the community that's doing good stuff and, you know, yeah. would be interesting to interview... Reach out to yeah. us on Facebook or yes. uh, let us know. We'd so love we have to know somebody. who
1: you'd like to hear from. I That's think we got a great list.
2: Awesome. Uh, we do have a great list. Of yeah. And
1: we're starting with a great guest today. That's right. One Being of our sponsors. of the year. <laughs> hey, so um, new segment. I don't know how long this will last because I'm not very creative, <laughs> but I want to introduce a word of the week. Okay. Mm. And so the word of the week for this week is Pazelli.
2: Oh, oh yeah. or, or Pizzelle. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I'm
1: not sure which one it is, mm-hmm. but it is a ridiculously <laughs> delicious cookie how we, you got me to come this week. <laughs> we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Tim Ward baked a yeah, whole bunch of them. Yeah. And we were giving him props. Well, some listeners Sunday, were listening. Our yeah. friend Luann came uh-huh. and brought us Pazelli's. And then uh, Wanda Griegel. <laughs> man, she went above <laughs> and beyond. And so that's the word oh. of the week. The pizzell how would you describe a pizzell or pazzelli?
2: Crisp, light, uh crunchy, sugary, sugary yeah. buttery. Yeah. Mm, you know, delicious. My,
1: my wife and I are on this lose weight are mandate, you? and then I've got a all these Pazelli's in front of Ah. me, so I'm not losing any weight. Hey, good news for the week. We're almost done. My friend Randy Anderson from Clinton had a dream and a vision to start Fan the Flame concerts, and through the years, we were able to bring all kinds of Christian recording artists to Clinton, Illinois. Mm. Little Clinton, Illinois. I mean, Wren Collective, Mark Schultz, Selah. Well, one of the groups that we brought that I absolutely fell in love with Mm. was Big Daddy Weave, Mm -hmm. and I just love those guys. And sadly, Jay Weaver, Jason Mm -hmm. Weaver, Mm-hmm. from Big Daddy Weave, uh, one of the two weavers that are a part of it, passed away mm-hmm. this week mm-hmm. of complications from COVID, only 42 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, he'd been sick for a while. He'd had a lot of health mm-hmm. challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and So we offer condolences. I love Big Daddy Weave. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we do some of their songs right. and worship at times. Mm-hmm. But it just made me think about my friend Randy mm-hmm. and how one person's dream Uh, When they chase it, it can Mm -hmm. become a reality that impacts thousands Mm. in the name of Jesus. Very good. That's all I got. So on behalf of Bean Han and Stephanie Spangler, this is Greg Taylor saying so long. Thanks for listening to Direct Line.